0: The mistake I made in year one that I made sure to not make in year two is play the Bannon Preserve as your first round. And welcome back. Welcome aboard another part Train. I'm one of your co-hosts, Seven Singer. I got my partner in crime, our other co-host, Matt Cermak, aboard with me.
1: What What's up, up Ev? man?
0: We got a episode by popular demand. A lot of people asking for this one. You've been on a high all week. Yeah, they saw (laughs) I went to Bandon. People are saying, do a podcast about Bandon. We're going this year. We don't know what to expect. So this is going to be a part out of the office uh, travel Bandon episode, but also mental game episode, how to get your mind right when going to Bandon Dunes or any Lynx course. Uh, But first, guys, is your golf game off the rails? Sick ride in the struggle bus? You've come to the right place the part train helps frustrated golfers enjoy the ride again on and off the course because if you can learn to smile through bad golf you can smile through anything the Partrain podcast unpacks the mental game with pga tour pros, best-selling authors ceos sports psychologists everyday golfers like you and me and more to make the hardest game in the world feel easy and help you finally get back on track if you guys are new thank you for hopping aboard the part train podcast is presented by roback performance apparel and sermon i were just talking off air I'm getting more and more messages every day from you guys on Instagram, usually, uh saying we finally got our first rowback polo and hoodie. And you guys were right. And I mean. it just makes me laugh, sir. Because how long we've been saying this. People are still surprised. Like we'd
1: steer them wrong. Right. It's nice to see some folks jumping on board. So I mean, I don't know what the hoodie might be the best, best thing they got. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But but Ev, it is it is polo season. Wouldn't you agree?
0: It's polo season. It's warming up. I think polos are the things you shouldn't need an excuse to get. You always need fresh polos for the golf course. You wear them for multipurpose work, happy hours, golf. And, uh, you know, over time, polos wear down. You need a fresh look. And nothing keeps you feeling better than the moisture wicking ability and four-way stretch of a rollback polo unbelievable they just launched they call them destination polos so they do polos based on cities and they're print fun designs and they just restock those so go to roback.com enter the code train for part train listeners only and get 15 percent off
1: on that note i've uh yeah. i think it was joey bomarito past guest of the show sent me a pic of one of his buddies ordered a uh a des- or a, a Chicago polo with all like Chicago hot dogs on it. Oh They're yeah. design farm. Yeah, just like that's the stuff that Roback does with the destination collections for special collections, unique to kind of what you want. So it's polo season. Look good guys. Thank you. Yeah.
0: It. So go, go to roback.com. We wouldn't steer you wrong. Enter the code train, get 15% off. If you've used it before, you might want to, as term said, create a Hotmail, create a S- Yahoo.
1: SBC Global.
0: Use your wife or girlfriend or partner's email, just do what you need to do. Hop on board and you're not going to regret it. I can't wait to see your messages on Instagram telling us how right we were because what's more fun than being told that you're right? I told you so.
1: feels good.
0: (laughs) Okay. Thank you to Roback as always for supporting the show. Bandon Dunes is the number one golf resort in America. I think they have five of the top 12 or 15 courses in America all in one place. Pretty iconic place. It's as about as close and I've been to Scotland, so I can tell you it's as close to Scotland and Ireland as you can ever get without leaving the United States. And I will tell you, actually, my first trip to Bandon this past week was my second trip to Bandon, and I've learned a lot. I can't wait to share. It was actually more like Scotland than my actual Scotland trip. I got lucky when I went to Scotland. It was super calm, but the wind and a little rain, like you you can, the, el- the elements, you can definitely, the <laughs> elements are going to be a thing. And you know what? We'll talk in this episode, you have to embrace it. You know, that's quote, the full experience. It's not getting unlucky. It's not necessarily miserable, even though it's going to be, it could be a grind at times, but you got to have the right mindset. Um, but we'll get to that first. I want to start everybody off with uh, some things I've learned after my second trip to Bandon, I want to try and give you, we, we have this uh, series called Out of the Office, and it's when we travel and we give you guys our take on what you need to know when you go to a new travel destination. Really excited because CERM hasn't been. So I want CERM to Sam. be you guys. Anyone that hasn't been, CERM's going to be your voice and you're going to clarify things that aren't clear. You're going to dig in. You're going to ask me questions as I go. Okay, I've got a long list. I'm taking notes right now, Ev. Oh, perfect. He literally has a pen and paper out right now. I see him. Uh, and also at the end, after I go through everything, I asked our Instagram following uh, any pro tips from them, from people that have gone. I've got this long list here, sir. I'm going to read oh. every one of these
1: at the end. Love that.
0: So Love I'm going to give my take. I'm going to give their take. And I'm going to try and give you guys as much as I can so that your band and trip can be as enjoyable and informed as possible. So we all know about the golf boom during COVID. I think that's hit Bandon maybe as much as anyone. Okay. So as of right now, if you call Bandon Dunes, they don't allow reservations online, which some of you might be like, Oh, that kind of sucks. Like I'd love to just be able to go on and book it, but that's by design. The reservations team is the best in the business. And there's a form you can submit to be like, Hey, here's the dates I'm looking at. Here's the type of courses I want to play. And then they'll call you and say, all right, here's what's available. Here's what's not. And they'll help you book your dream golf trip. Now, one thing to keep in mind, they are almost booked through 2023. So I know a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, we're thinking about doing like a October bannon trip. We got plenty of time. Well, it's probably booked. But what I will say is I have had many people, I actually met a group while I was at Bandon that called two weeks before their buddy's 40th birthday and they found a couple slots. They found a slot on the par three course to preserve and they found a time at Bandon Dunes the next morning and they flew from East Coast just to so play twice.
1: If you're, if you're able to be flexible, yeah, there's opportunity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Don't not call because they're booked. It's still worth calling to understand, are there certain days that are available that maybe you weren't, you know looking at, or maybe there's uh, the smaller your group, the better chance you have. But just keep that in mind, okay? The lodging options at Bandon are awesome. I would highly recommend staying on property if they're available. Again, it has to base on availability. I think what the Kaisers do so well, and we've had Chris Kaiser. Uh, Mike Kaiser's the owner, founder of Bannon Dunes. His son, Chris, we've had on the podcast twice. He runs all operations there. And they've done an amazing job, Serm. of it's golf first, right? The way that you know a dream golf property like Bannon Dunes, Sand Valley, Cabot, what they do is a lot of resorts take the best views and they reserve that for hotel rooms or the clubhouse. What Mike Kaiser did is he wanted the best land to be used for golf holes. So what I think Bandon does really well is it's still very nice, but it's also kind of like a no frills, you know, not overly luxurious, everything you need, nothing you don't, but the focus is on the golf. And you feel that when you walk in, everyone there is, it's, is on seventh heaven. It's all about the golf. It's top notch golf. The conditioning is amazing. The course is in top-notch shape and they do it right. So yeah. lodging, they've got a bunch of different options. They've got these new cottages on the lake uh, that are really nice. If you've got a bigger group, it'd be super nice to book one of these cottages, you know, with like four bedrooms and one house with like a central area, a lake view. There's also these, um, what I stayed in my first time were these really cool double cabins where you're in the woods. So you're kind of secluded. You call a shuttle in the morning, shuttle picks you up, takes you to whatever course you're playing or the range. And I stayed in a double cabin. So there was two right next to each other. I stayed with my buddy, Todd, his dad and brother were next door, but super cool. It's like you got your own cabin, but it's a single room. So there's a lot of different properties. I'm not going to go into crazy detail about all the lodging options. There's a ton of options. It all depends on availability. But based on the size of your group, the cost that you're trying to stay within, they've got a ton of options. Now, I will say, I stayed at Bandon Inn, off property, my second trip, because it was the only available thing, and Bandon Inn was pretty cool. Okay, it overlooks Old Town Bandon, water view, uh, not crazy expensive, like two thirty, you know, two hundred a night. It's pretty good. Um, so not unreasonable. I will say, you get the full experience staying on property for sure, because it's just so easy to get home and you can stay late and dinner and and even walk back if you want or take the shuttle. But there also is something cool of driving 12 minutes in each day. It's a really pretty drive through the trees. You see the big rustic Bandon Dunes Golf Resort sign kind of in the middle of nowhere. And so I will say, don't let not having lodging options at the resort shouldn't deter you from going. I actually love driving in each morning. So you'll get the full experience with lodging on property, but it's also worth trying and going if the only thing you can get. If you can get tea times and you can't get lodging, I would still go,
1: personally. I, I've never played up at Vanden. It's, it's obviously everybody's dream to get up there, but you know the Kaisers being from Chicago, I did get a chance to play their first club, the Dunes Club. Right, which is on the Michigan Indiana border. For those who don't know, basically in the Mich- Michigan Indiana sand dunes. And it was the first club they ever did. It was nine holes. It's still there. And you play it twice from different tees. Right. So that was like, there's a detail. It's a simple detail, but it's different. And the place is very secluded. It's like you can't find it. You got to ask people when you're back in the woods and back in the dunes. Clubhouse is really small. And they have a burger and a sandwich, and that's it, but it's really good. So, what struck me about, you know, my experience there, this is the Kaiser way, is the simplicity. But why, The simplicity is so done right, after, whether it's, it's details, whether it's the food, whether it's the drink, whether it's the caddies, whether it's the design. Like, talk about that a little bit, because it's so grand when you're out at Bandon, right? It is so grand and, like, stunning, but at the same time, it's very simple. And uh, they seem really blend that better than anybody.
0: Friendliness? And approachability is key and you feel it as soon as you walk in. Because think about this, sir. I'm like, you know, you're spending yeah. a decent amount of money to get there. Okay. Now, one thing I should say, I just tweeted this last night, a very important thing to know. First round, full price. I think most rounds are around 250 300 for full price. Second round, you should at least do 36 a day. Second round, half off. Okay. Third round, free. Fourth round, they pay you a hundred bucks. They give you a hundred dollar bill. So pretty cool. Like I wouldn't it, recommend it.
1: Is it a hundred dollars like credits, to the pro shop or something? Or no, like...
0: hundred dollar bill. They give you a hundred dollars. bill. This now,
1: is, but it's stuff like this, right? Like, yeah. So it's little
0: things like that yeah. where they know you're trying to get as much in as you can. Now I will tell you, you need to be aware that walking 36 a day is a lot. Okay. It's helpful if you have Olakai shoes, which we'll talk about, um, oh. but yeah, really comfortable, but it's a lot. Okay. And actually I got this pro tip from someone, which I don't drink much these days anyways, but they oh, actually made seltzers a here and there every now and then <laughs> at the wedding, I'll be letting them fly. <laughs> uh, but they actually said a great pro tip to me. They said, or actually this was for the masters and Bannon both uh, rang true don't drink early and don't. And actually it's helpful to not really drink during your round. And I know some people want to, and it's fun. And Hey, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Take it slow. Take it slow because it's a lot of walking and there's Hills and you're going to be tired. Okay. Tired, so dizzy. it's going to like weigh you down a little bit. And there's nothing better than getting to, you know, McKee's pub after or the lodge after putting up your feet or in between rounds and having one right and relax and have one with lunch. You got to pace yourself. Okay. Because day one feels a lot different than day two waking up after 36. I thought I felt good the first morning and on the first tee of, uh, of Bannon, I actually hit like an incredible three wood to start. I was in position a and the idea of like committing and hitting down on a Wedge on a really tight lie to an elevated green. I just scold the hell out of it because my body was like, What are you doing? I didn't warm up. You know, so you're going to yeah. be stiff. I guess the, the point of this is to um, pace yourself. Right. But to your point about approachability and friendliness, everyone that works there knows that you're on a dream trip. Yeah. So they are so friendly, approachable. There's probably guys that belong to country clubs that come that make a lot of money. And they're not going to grab your bag and bring it to the front, right? This is not a country club vibe. This is, you can wear whatever you want. It's all about the golf. So everyone's super friendly. The mistake I made in year one that I made sure to not make in year two is play Bannon Preserve as your first round. To me, that is one of the best things to do and biggest mistakes if you don't do. And here's why. Number one, it's probably the best par three course maybe in the world. It's 13 holes. Every hole is like the most picturesque, iconic par three, ranging from 60 yards to 150 yards. Okay. Have, are can, the
1: holes all inland or is it a mix of- They're underwater? all on the water. Oh, they're all on the water. Wow. You can
0: all see them on the water. And it's just super fun. They're all kind of like packed together. At times, you've got to make sure you're like hitting to the right green, but it's- the most fun way to start, number one, because it's 13 holes. They have little bags that you can take, you know, only put like six clubs in your bag. So a super light carry bag if you want to leave Sunday, your other bag in the car. Sunday bags. The best part about it, besides the fun and just starting the the week off with your buddies in a really light, carefree way, the more important part of it is getting your bearings. Because I this is really next. important. And we're yeah. going to talk about this in the mental part, but I'll give you a little preview. Even though I knew I can't play the golf I play in Southern California, I still, just out of a creature of habit, you know, you feel, oh, this lies kind of fluffy. Like maybe I can, you know? I, it still took me like probably eight holes of the first 13 at the preserve to realize that I can't play that way. So it's a great proving ground to kind of test shots, kind of start getting a feel for bumping and running around the greens. Club selection is huge. Yep, You have to flight the ball down. The biggest mistake I asked multiple caddies and people that work there, the biggest mistake people make when they go to Bannon Dunes is they hit the ball too high. And I said, well, to be fair, a lot of people probably don't know how to flight the ball down. Okay. So maybe that's something we can talk about today. Um, if people don't know, but the way that I played the preserve on day one versus how I played Bandon on day three, totally different. And the way I played Bandon my first trip versus the way I played Bandon my second trip, first time I played, granted, you know, it was four or five years ago, I'd like to think I'm a better golfer, but you know, well, my handicap probably wasn't that different, probably one point or two. But I was shooting low nineties. At Bannon, my first time. Granted, it was a little less windy this time, but I shot eighty five, eighty four, eighty three for my three rounds, and I shot yeah. like probably seven over at the Preserve.
1: But Ev, I want to say so. I think it's yeah. it's great advice, and I think I think it's a probably a, it's a, that's a great example because it's so different out there. But I think it's the way to go on any guy's trip or any buddy's trip or any bachelor party. We did it, at, uh, Mark Hogan. Uh, college teammate we played part three first you know it's yeah. actually 18 holes but because wherever you are we were in arizona get used to the grass get get used to the elevation out there the turf the contact try some things and the, before you play your bigger rounds so yeah. i i think it, you know you're tired it's a great way to settle in have some bets drink some beers you know not, not take it too hard but also learn from what you're doing with I think that's the way to go on every trip because every topography, climate, geographic location is different and your game is going to be different.
0: Yep, Love it. Yeah, so we'll talk more about course strategy, mindset, what's different at a Lynx course versus regular, getting you guys in the right mindset to play Bannon. We'll get there towards the second half of the episode. Um, But first, just make sure you play the preserve first. And I'd actually bookend it. I would play the preserve last as well. Some people even play the preserve every day after their existing round. The other thing, if you're not going to do that, because again, you have to pace yourself, is Punch Bowl at Pacific Dunes. The Punch Bowl, I learned this on this trip, is an 18 hole putting course with crazy undulation. You might have seen a video I posted oh, yeah. on Instagram. The Head Pro every day creates new hole locations. So they purposely have cup holders on every hole there's a place to get a drink there. There's a little hut that you can buy drinks at the punch bowl. People smoke cigars, people bet, have some fun before or after rounds. Now, I will say this, the director of communications at Bannon said this to me, and it was great advice. He says, don't ever practice your putting at the punch bowl. Don't ever take stock or any meeting from the punch bowl." it's gonna make you think you're the worst putter in the world because they're impossible locations and you can't stop the ball. So it's more about, again, sitting on mindset, it's more about having fun and getting creative, right? Because not everything is just putted at the hole. You try and ride different undulations, different hills to try and get it close. The point is to start playing and thinking in the links way, which is more creative then just hit it high and middle of the green, go at pins. Like can't do that. So yeah, punch bowl, well, highly recommend.
1: Love that. And I think that's brings true for any putting green at any course that has a fair amount of undulation to mm-hmm. your point of don't take stock in it. You got to warm up, but it's the only putting green you have, but it's just really fast and really hilly and really undulated. Just focus on your stroke, focus on your spot yep. and, and just laugh it off.
0: Totally. So. I've got a ton of little pro tips that i'll throw in but first let's get to what people want which is the courses okay so they've got five premier courses and um i'm actually you know what let me look this up while we're doing this um top 100 courses public in america i'm gonna say the rankings while i talk okay my first trip I did, we did 36 a day. And the big learning I learned from my first trip was there are certain courses that are better to play in the morning. There are certain courses better to play in the afternoon based on wind. The main takeaway there, because there's wind, you know, factors in it all of them. But if you play early, like try and get first out, wind's going to be less of a thing. So I played Sheep Ranch at sunrise. Sheep Ranch is their brand new course. And the earlier you play, the less likely it's going to blow. And it was gorgeous. Okay. And the whole reason Sheep Ranch, they actually don't have any bunkers on the course because Core Crenshaw said the wind was going to blow the sand out of the bunkers. Right. I read that. That's how much wind could be at Sheep Ranch because I played really early. I didn't have a lot of wind. And then the afternoon, the wind picks up. So playing trails in the afternoon instead of the morning, which is the only course not on the water, it's more in the forest. One of my favorites, if not the favorite, I have a trails sign right here that I got Isn't that fun? Um, in my gallery wall. Trails is great to play in the afternoon because it's more protected from the trees. Uh, so just keep that in mind. But at the end of the day, again, with availability, it's not the end of the world. I would take what they have. But if you have the ability to be selective, just things to keep in mind.
1: I have a quick thought on Sheep Ranch. Is it still the newest course there? It seems yeah. to be, quote unquote, the most controversial. There's some big fans of Sheep Ranch and there's some, there's some people I've heard that like really don't really care to play it. Wanted to get your take on it. I mean, yeah. What do you think?
0: Good question. It's a great question. So I was talking to Chris about this Kaiser and, um, I went in with pretty tempered expectations because of the, that back and forth we've heard and couldn't be further from the truth in my opinion. It was one of the most magical experiences I've ever had on a golf course was Sheep Ranch at Sunrise. Uh, Trails was always my favorite for my first time going. Sheep Ranch rivals that now. I will tell you this, sir. One of the best days in golf I've ever had, probably top three, was morning at Sheep Ranch at Sunrise, sunset at Bannon Trails. And I kind of had the day in between to do whatever I wanted and rest. And honestly, one of the guys in the pro shop joked me, he's like, do you know how big of a gap you have? 6.50 and 4.00 PM as my two tee times. I was like, yeah, that's all I could get. And I've got stuff to do in between, but it was great actually too. Kind of nice because I didn't get like as tired because it felt like I hadn't even played, you know, versus like going
1: right out again. It's nothing worse. That's a problem with guys trips too much, too much rushing around in beautiful places. You got to, you know, you got to literally take in each course and in between. Yeah. Have lunch, walk the property, talk to people, see things you haven't seen. Right. Yeah. Love it. Ev.
0: Yeah. So Sheep Ranch, I like to rank my courses based on how many times I stand on a tee box and go, wow. And I just said that at Sheep Ranch, yeah. 13 or 14 of the tee boxes. I mean, they've got one so. of the most iconic holes. It's very pebblesque where you hit over the, like a Canyon. Um, yeah. they've got infinity greens. The first hole you walk out, it's maybe one of the coolest opening holes I've ever played. You walk out, and it's just you're walking into the ocean. There's this like infinity green down the hill, and it just reveals itself to you. And these ghost trees are framing each fairway. I mean, it's a truly beautiful thing. So I thought it,
1: you're all in. You're all in. I'm
0: Ranch. all in on Sheep Ranch. But to give you guys context why it's gotten a little controversial, some people don't like 18. I had 112 yards on in on 18 and it's a par 5. And Mike Kaiser especially because it can be pretty windy there. He thought it'd be kind of fun to give the golfer a little bonus at the end of the day. A little feel good moment to walk off the course. Yep. And it's a very short par 5. Some people are like that should be a par 4. But honestly, I forgot it was a par 5 and I like had, you know, I thought I had to two putt for par and I ended up with a birdie. And I was like, wow, that is kind of fun. Like more places should do that. Just kind of, you know, nodding to the fun of it. And keep this in mind, sir. this is huge. Okay. The best thing I ate at Bandon was at Sheep Ranch. There is a pastrami sandwich with sauteed onions and a little kick peppers um, with some horseradish, I think on there and some mustard. If you like that. Uh, Yeah with this perfectly, they put it in this brown like newspaper bag with like, it almost looks like Bandon newspaper with a little iconic Bandon sticker, little grease coming through the paper and you open it up and it's this perfectly toasted brown buttery bread with this pastrami sandwich. You have to get the pastrami sandwich when you go to Sheep Ranch.
1: That makes me think about one thing and for the listeners. Is it how many different clubhouses are there? And if pastrami is known for sheep ranch,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: is there what's known for the other courses? Because again, back to the the one, the simplicity, but the the, the greatness of like food, drink and the themes, right?
0: Yeah. So that's a good question. And this was a great pro tip I got from someone on Instagram um, that I made a mistake of my first trip that I made sure I didn't the second trip don't buy stuff from pro shops until you go to every one. Every course has its own pro shop with its own merch. So there's a Bandon Dunes logo for the Bandon course, which is what everyone knows. There's a Sheep Ranch logo. Every course has its own logo, has its own merch, has its own food. So Bandon Trails course, which is where the par three course is too, they kind of have like this Korean food vibe. So there's like a little bit extra flair there. At the main course, there's like McKee's Pub and the Lodge, where it's, you know, a little bit more bar food, traditional. Um, so every course kind of has its own thing. I hear the chili is really great at the halfway house. It was out when I was there um, for abandon, but uh, every course kind of has its own thing. So keep that in mind.
1: All right. We're all in with Sheep Ranch. We just had to kind of clear the air a little bit. Yeah.
0: Let's clear the air. Sheep Ranch was one of the greatest courses I've ever played. And personally, that's my opinion. But Sheep Ranch Trails, if you guys can do that combo, it's truly a magical combo. I highly recommend it if you can make it work. Now, um, let's take a quick break. Before we get back to the show, we got to say a quick word from one of our new sponsors, Olakai Golf Shoes. Now, the reason I'm bringing up Olakai right now is because I did something that people say you shouldn't do at Bandit. I took brand new shoes out of the box that Mm -hmm. Olakai sent me. No time to break them in. They say they're the most comfortable golf shoe, okay? What I did is I put myself and my flat feet on the line for you guys, and I put them to the test. Even the marketing director, Melissa, at Olakai said, you're kind of crazy for doing this, but it'll be great content, so go for it, okay? You're really doing it, Harry. (laughs) Oh, we're we're doing it. I took brand new shoes, and I walked 36 a day to really put these shoes to the test. And if you watch our content on Instagram, you see the smile on my face. There is no foot pain. There is no No blisters. blisters. There is nothing. Okay. These shoes, and I'm not just saying this because they're a partner. I wouldn't have done the ad if I didn't like them when I put them to the test. And now they're my favorite new pair of shoes. I think they're called the Walea shoe. It's like this super nice, approachable, casual white leather with a little hint of blue on the tongue and the sole. And they look like, you know, casual sneaks, but they're also elevated and nice. I kind of like them because it's not like I got G4s, I got Nikes. They're not like too sporty and they're not too golfy. They're like right in the middle, which I like and super comfortable. And I will tell you, I didn't expect this. Okay. I had no joke. Six people walk up to me when we were either like in between rounds or we got matched up with someone. I said, what kind of shoes are those? I said, actually, they're brand new shoes from Olakai. Olakai are known for their like amazing high quality leather sandals from Hawaii. And they put that same level of comfort and quality into their golf shoe. And people are like, oh, wow, Olakai, really? And I was like, yeah, dude, they're legit. And here's the last thing, sir. You saw this probably in the video. Oh yeah, The heel is built to flap down. So if you're wow. tired after walking 36, you flap that heel down. Now there's slip ons great for the 19th hole or walking back to the car. It's built to flap down and flap back up.
1: Details. Details. As somebody, as somebody who grew up playing 36 holes and in college carrying my bag for 36 holes. Yeah. It always makes me reflect back on how important a shoe is. We don't think about it even hard enough. We all have our own <laughs> feet. And when you're doing this, like you did, and the proof's in the pudding. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it's just it's so important if you want to have a great experience. Yep. I mean, now they've got
0: another type of golf shoe that it looks more like a trail shoe. I like the Wale or the Walea personally. White leather, they've got gray, they've also got brown. So, go to olakai.com, that's dot com and use the link in our show notes and linked in our bio at the par train and you'll get free shipping. Okay? So I'm telling you, I wouldn't steer you wrong. Uh, you'll see in all our content now that those are the shoes I'm gonna be wearing because I love them. And sir you're getting yours soon. And Hank, who also has uh flat feet, is gonna be wearing his too. So we'll get your guys' take soon. But Perfect definitely diamonds. grab these shoes, the Walea shoes at Olakai.com, tap that link in our bio at the Partrain on Instagram um or the link in our show notes, get free shipping. Get the Leia golf shoe i personally like the white the best Classic. um okay we talked about trails versus sheep ranch again trails is in the forest uh 11 12 13 at trails to me is like amen corner there's like the the greens are tucked back in into the trees it's super peaceful uh then on 14 there's a car waiting for you this truck it drives you up the hill to play the drivable par four which is another hole uh, that people have very strong opinions about, is actually the place where Mike Kaiser stood up on the tee box and said, I'm going to buy this property, was on the top of the 14T at Bannon Trail. So kind of cool. You can go up and see that. There's a little bench. But to me, the best two courses are trails and sheep ranch. Everyone has different opinions. Those are my favorite. Very close next is Pacific Dunes, which is actually the highest ranked course at the resort. It's the number two course in America is Pacific Dunes. Pacific Dunes was the second course built at Bandon. Tom Doak did it kind of an or- unorthodox routing that includes four par threes on the back. There's actually back-to-back par threes that is on the back. So it's super different and memorable. Uh, there's like rolling greens, rumpled fairways. I think the greens are harder at Pacific. So you're going to be in a little bit more trouble if you miss it at Pacific. But Pacific Dunes is iconic. Number two course in America. What more do I need to say? So I personally think, I think my first time when I played it, I did Bandon. I did Pacific. No, I did Bandon in the morning, Pacific in the afternoon. And that's pretty cool because Bandon's the first course built. Pacific is the second course built.
1: Comparing those two for a while. The property expanded. You know, what do you like better Right. for different reasons? Pacific's always always had the views. Now, speaking of Bandon,
0: Bandon's the number seven ranked course in America, Um, and Bandon is special. Bandon, I think it's just cool feeling to play the first course, the course that kind of started it all, right? I think what's great about Lynx Golf is the way it looks off the tee is not how it looks when you get out there, Right. It's deceiving yeah. at times. You're always given optionality, which I appreciate in course design is you can hit three wood and driver. You could hit five iron, right? And sometimes yeah. the winds with you plays really short. Other times you're hitting driver three wood and it plays really long. But Bannon seven rank course in, in America, I rank a little bit lower than Pacific, but I mean, they're all unbelievable. Like literally every time, every course you play, you're in in awe. So if I had to play a course with Bandon again, I'd match it with Pacific, but it goes well with anything because it's the original course and it's just a really special course. Okay. So we've talked about trails, sheep ranch, Bandon preserve their par three Pacific. And what haven't we talked about? And
1: Bandon, you haven't talked about and Bandon. Bandon.
0: We haven't talked about old McDonald. Now old McDonald. I believe someone told me this has the biggest greens in the world. So I didn't actually get to play Old Mac my second time. And Old Mac and trails are usually the ones that have the lowest rounds. Trails, I think, undeservingly, because it's just not on the ocean. So some people say, if I'm going to go that far, I want to play on the water. But I think if you took trails, and Chris Kaiser told us this, if you took trails out of Bandon Resort, it would be ranked higher. Yeah. It's an unbelievable course, unbelievable routing. And it's super special in the trees. Now, old Mac is I've never hit more fairways and greens in my life and felt less confident (laughs) because old Mac, the greens are so big that the, the hole doesn't really start until you get on the greens. Okay. It's just three. It can be three putt city and you got to be willing to putt and take your pitching wedge nine iron or less off the greens and you got to play it low okay all this all the soil is super sandy so super tight lies sandy lies you gotta you gotta play it low okay i don't know what would i match with old mac if you're gonna play them all i'd probably play i would play old mac later just because like i played old mac first my first trip and i don't know the Playing your first time with those greens, it can be pretty debilitating, but it can also be confidence-inspiring because you're going to hit a lot of fairways and greens. Like The fairways are so big, you're not going to lose a lot of balls. So it's up to you. I think you could match Old Mac with anything. Old Mac's my least favorite of all of them. Some people, it's their favorite. So you guys decide and play them all. And I forgot to say Bannon Trails is actually ranked higher trails is ranked 13th in the nation. Old Mac is ranked 12. So, you know, take that for what it is. Sheep Ranch is ranked 15th. I think I mean, it they're... should be ranked higher, <laughs> but think about that, right? Five of the top 15 golf courses in America all in one spot. So you really can't do it wrong. The only thing to keep in mind is what I said with wind and how you schedule things. But again, with the availability schedule, what you can play what you can just make sure you play them all. feels like a waste to go and not play them all. Okay. All right guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll get you right back to the show, I promise. So, I was thinking the other day guys, I'd say over 95% of the things that Tor Pros use on a day-to-day basis, they either get for free or they're either paid to use it. Now this is why it's, this is so exciting. This company I'm about to talk about, Bryson DeChambeau pays for, out of his own pocket. Jordan Spieth pays for, out of his own pocket. Kirk Cousins pays for out of his own pocket in the NFL. And I got a chance to go through this experience and test their new product too. So I could tell you how it's helping me, but also more importantly, how it could help you. They're called Neuropeak Pro. They're all about brain and breath performance. They It's called precision breathing. And we actually did a podcast with the director of golf performance named Andy Matthews. Uh, he's the guy out on tour with all the guys every week. And if you want to go and listen to that episode, definitely go back and search for Neuropeak Pro, the par train, it'll pop right up but they just launched this brand new product called the Intel belt and you know, I've known these guys for years. And so this was really exciting. Uh, we've been talking for a while and I think this is finally the right time for us to share this with you because Jordan Spieth calls this thing, the scientific way to help you get out of fight or flight and get into the zone. So what is their Intel belt and how does it work? Well, the Neuropeak Pro Intel belt is really the first of its kind. It's a real time training device and mobile app designed to help unlock peak performance, that's something we all like, right? Through better, more intentional breathing. They call it precision breathing, again. So, essentially, it's worn around your torso, and you use the Neuropeak app and instructional guides to guide you through the training sessions and on-course application designed to help optimize our ability to respond to stress and unlock this zone-like performance, you know, that thing that, We've been in before, but we don't really know how to get there. Well, that's what's so exciting is this is a scientifically proven way to make sure that you're breathing in the correct way. Okay, I've taught meditation at Uber when I worked there, and look, everyone says, I don't know how to do it. I don't know if I'm doing it right. Well, look, whether you want to call it meditation or you just want to do a three-minute breathing exercise to get into the zone before you play golf, like whatever works for you, but I just used it. I'm amazed in my first few tries. I did a standard meditation and three-minute breathing exercise, and I think it's kind of like training wheels to make sure I'm on the right track. So while I'm breathing, there's actually this moving graph that shows where my breath is and where it could be. So for all you guys working on your mental game, which is probably all of you if you're listening to the show, imagine how dangerous you could be if you had this secret weapon in your back pocket that no matter what's working for you that day, if you're feeling stressed or just off or feeling the pressure, you can go back to your breathing, but in a scientifically backed, proven way. Okay, so Andy and I were talking. He told me, and this was crazy, that most people breathe 15 to 18 breaths a minute. That's about three times faster than what the heart is designed to do and does in the zone. So it's actually supposed to be six breaths a minute, which is crazy. So I'm telling you guys, go to neuropeakpro.com, enter the code train, you'll get a free annual subscription to their dashboard, which basically just helps you dive into your performance in an even deeper way. And that's specifically and only for par listeners. And I'm telling you guys, we don't just partner with anyone. I've turned down plenty of partnership inquiries. I only pick people that are proven in the industry that I'm genuinely interested in that I think you guys would love. And for anyone looking to like really take their performance to the next level, not just on the course, but, just become a happier more centered calm human in life go to neuropeakpro.com enter the code train for a free annual subscription get the intel belt and we can go through this together i'm going to document my experience over these next couple months and i'll continue to get keep you guys updated but i'm super excited to have them on board again neuropeakpro.com enter the code train for a free annual subscription of their dash all right guys let's get back to the show pro tip for caddies Make sure if you've never played there before, I would get one caddy per group as your four caddy. Yeah, you need that. Because you can push cart. Push carts are included and you can push the, um your bag across the green. Like the, the wheels are so big, you can roll them across the green. You just can't leave them on the green. I push carted all week and it was totally fine. There's a couple holes like trails going up to 14. Yeah, you're pushing it up a big hill. But most of the time, it's pretty easy to do a push cart. Um, yeah, it's cool to walk with nothing. So if you want to do that, maybe your first time with a caddy do it. Um, I would recommend getting one caddy in the group. So then it's a little bit cheaper. You guys all play like, I think 40 or 50 a person instead of a hundred, 150. Um, so it's important for sight lines and pots and have, ha- having someone guide you. If you're playing the course a second time, like I wish I could have played sheep a second time, I, I don't think you need one personally, but I think it's very important for the first one. So up to you guys, the caddy definitely makes it a whole different game, right? I think people can get in their heads a little bit with caddies. It's harder sometimes to commit with a caddy if you don't really trust what they're saying or it doesn't look the way they're saying because you're not used to seeing it. So just keep that in mind. but definitely. Take a caddy if it's your first time. McKee's is a uh, the pub by Bandon um, at the main lodge. Get the wings. The wings are really good at spicy. McKee's. A little bit. Yeah. Get the buffalo. Uh, okay. Eric Lang and I both had our own plate of wings. Um, we actually I had a side Caesar, wings, and fries. Maybe the greatest combo. That's nice. That's it's nice. really, it was really nice. But yeah. Overall, that's kind of a breakdown of the courses. Oh clothing and weather bring, every, bring everything you gotta have layers a big pro tip for me that changed the game was i wore two you know it's 45 degrees around 40 degrees when i was teeing off uh and potentially windy so that's gonna if you don't have wind proof it's gonna go right through you two i wore two rowback long sleeve performance tees underneath my polo and then i wore a q zipper hoodie and my vest Best part about rollback is everything's stretchy. So I was wearing like four or five layers and okay. it didn't feel like it. I was not restricted at all. The long sleeve base tees from rollback saved me. So if you're going to Bandon and you don't have those, I would highly recommend going to roback.com and to the code train, get 15% off because it totally saved me. I wouldn't, I would have been freezing if I didn't have those. Okay. The other pro tip is hand warmers. Get hand warmers from the pro shop and have them in your vest or your pant pockets
1: is this pro tip or is this common sense?
0: Well, I guess it's common sense, but I didn't (laughs) do it the first time.
1: Fair fair enough. Learnings, um,
0: learnings. Yeah. Having my hands in those and keeping them warm, uh, super key and, uh, something a lot of people know, but some people don't know their first time is change your socks for your second round, Mm -hmm. your socks. So even if you don't feel sweaty, you need fresh socks for your second round. So make sure you bring a second pair of socks. Um,
1: I would say probably rain gloves too, Ev.
0: Yes. Have
1: to have yeah. rain gloves. Definitely bring have a beanie.
0: Have rain pants and rain jacket in your bag because the last thing you want is to get drenched too quick if it starts raining. Now, this was interesting, sir. The director of communications, Michael Chupka, told me, I just bought an umbrella from the Masters because I knew I was going to abandon. And i was all excited i'm like oh i'm not gonna get wet i'm gonna walk down the beautiful fairways abandoned with my umbrella my master's umbrella right. he says leave it at home it's gonna break they don't even sell umbrellas anymore there because it's gonna break in the first half hour because of the wind
1: the wind yeah and then it becomes a nuisance and a problem yeah
0: so don't bring an umbrella but,
1: but bring the rain bring a rain cover for your clubs. bring a right. rain cover so they, rain jacket rain with a good, with pants. A good zipper.
0: So at least it doesn't drench you too quick. And a turtle, I learned this this time, a turtle fur stocking cap, they sell them at the pro shop. I got abandoned turtle fur stocking cap. I, I was going to wear my part train stocking cap, but he's like, that's going to get drenched if it rains. Turtle fur is going to keep you warmer and the rain this. just kind of like sticks on it. So it might feel drenched, but it's not going to go to your head. Right. So it just kind of holds the water there, but it keeps you warm. So a turtle fur stocking cap is huge.
1: Extra um, towels don't hurt. E- don't hurt either. Right? Yeah. Keep those. Keep those grips and keep those hands dry.
0: I'm gonna leave the Instagram tips for the end, but we've been going a little while now, so I want to make sure we talk mental learnings. Uh, versus my first time versus my second time, and give people the right mindset to play Bannon as best as they can and not get in their own way.
1: I mean, I'm curious, right? I kind of wanted to to ask you a little bit. Kick it off this way as we close out the episode. I'm curious what you learned your current abilities as a player, right? So, like, where were you pretty good? Where were you, like, not so good? Mm -hmm. And maybe what surprised you about your game? And look, this is a mix of physical and mental, right? Where it is. Because right, it's going to really reveal things you can and can't do or, like I said, surprise you. So, I'm curious for you to tell listeners about that.
0: It was tough to commit at times. You
1: couldn't commit to a target or a shape or. or
0: shot selection. Got it. So it kind of surprised me this time where I would have perfect lie, perfect yardage, easy wedge, you know, and the wind might be down. So on one hand, it's like, well, there's no wind. So can I play it as normal? But the one thing I learned there is the air is heavy. So even with no wind, it's a half club. You need a half club longer. because of the heavy air. And remember, it's tight lies and hard pan fairways and greens. So the ball doesn't necessarily stop, you know, whatever fair or greens you play at home. Yeah. Um, so you're constantly judging yardage and shot type. So I struggled a little bit at first of like, wait, is this a normal shot or is this back in my stance shot? And when things started to really change for me is when I just played everything low, regardless of wind, regardless of the conditions, I just totally submitted and committed that I'm playing everything low, okay? So the first it, yeah. round, I was, tr- I was still kind of working on what I was working on, which at the time was like kind of swinging from my core, trying to rotate. And feeling like I was totally rotating through the shot, even in the you know back of my stance. And when I played band in the last day, everything kind of changed. What I did was I took two more clubs than that yardage would normally call for. I put it back in my stance, and I got a little bit more armsy and handsy, and I just committed to just kind of like chipping and and like hitting these low runners.
1: Picking and, big spots out in the fairway or near yeah. the green and just ripping it to that. But and like, I
0: did that and I hit like six straight, straight greens on bandon. And I well, went so, on uh, I think I was one under through six or something when I was doing so, that.
1: So that's interesting, right? I mean, so you just golf is about at the end of the day. It's about feel, right? You have mm-hmm. to feel the moment, feel your body, feel the environment, you know, feel what you're looking at. you hit six straight greens? And from everything you talk about, Ev. That seems to be really just challenging at, at these courses is to being able to stop the ball and hit greens and regulation. So yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, you could take this to out in LA today, right? At a more a tree line course or a traditional golf course. Like, what do you think? Well,
0: yeah, definitely, you know, you have to embrace. Here's the most important thing that you can say to yourself while going to Bannon. Whatever way I play back home, I'm not going to play here. So you're 60 right. degree, you're 56, pretty Screw much put it away. Okay. There were a couple of oh. times when I was below the hole to an elevated tee and I had a great fluffy lie and it wasn't as tight where I played my standard 60 degree shot and I actually hit a great shot. But more times than not, it's going to dig. It's a sandy lie, it's tight. You're going to skull it. And the caddies will tell you, what are you doing? Take out your putter, take out your pitching wedge, nine iron, eight iron.
1: Well, that's a pro tip too, for this trip, bring 16, 17 clubs, Mm. right? You know, be, you know, like bring that extra hybrid, you you know, maybe a three iron, you know, instead of a hybrid, right? Yeah. Just a lower lofted driver, things like that, because like you said play to your advantages because it's so different. Well, what they the say, right? Do it.
0: If it's breezy, swing easy. And the mistake I made my first time is it was a lot windier my first time going to Bannon. And sometimes you feel like you really need to muscle it when it's blowing 30. So I'd hit like a five iron and like 150 yard hole and I would hit down on it really hard and it would balloon up and it would like blow back to me. Like go 100 yards. And I remember yeah. being really Debilitating. I remember it being well, and, frustrating,
1: and I could see Ev, especially those windy days, a lot of t shots are daunting. Yeah. Right. So, back to the equipment for a second. You know, bring a bring a thirteen degree three wood, right, mm. and hit that all day. A lot of three woods are at fifteen degrees. Yeah. So,
0: I will it's say all,
1: it's all your theme of you know, hitting it low and swinging it easier, right? Yeah. And just I not caring about traditional traditional shot making.
0: I will say this Bannon does a great job of, and I love courses like this. I don't think you should lose balls a lot on a course like Tiger as an architect says this. Um, Every course at Bannon is like this trails is probably the the most narrow, but you are not going to lose a ton of balls unless you're like in the really high grass. A lot of times you're going to find your ball. And what I did on the last couple rounds that I didn't do on the first round was you know it's pretty open so like decade golf scott Fawcett told us like if you have like what 40 yards on dispersion each side rate. of the fairway dispersion like hit driver but at the same time you kind of have to play what you got and i was smoking my three wood past people's drivers because again it's hard fairways Getting that run my three i was getting the run mm. and i felt confident with my three wood and i'm like you know what instead of like being behind the eight ball all day with my driver where I had a two-way miss. Like, let's just put it in play. And then I'm going to take two more clubs anyways, and I'm going to chip it up there.
1: One of the most satisfying feelings, I think, in the game is whether it's on a tee shot or a second shot where you're like, I'm just going to hit it to these mounds. I'm going to hit it low. I'm going to hit it hard. And I'm just going to see what the ground does with it, right? Yeah. It kind of frees you up, right? It's fun. It's fun. And you just kind of get focused on a conservative target and not really, you know, if I hit it there, it's going to go somewhere decent, could go somewhere yeah. great, but you got to yeah. let the ground take it. But that's now, a great feeling.
0: Great example of that term is number one at Bandon. Number one at Bandon is straight out. There's bunkers and then it goes a 90 degree right and kind of this tucked elevated green. Okay. I, like I told you, I was so uncomfortable over my wedge. I like, oh Yeah. Kind of scary. scold, <laughs> not hosled it, but like totally came should out put, of it. You
1: should have putted it is what you should have done. Yeah,
0: totally. You should have I, just... <laughs> oh, I forgot to say the last hole at Bannon Preserve, the par three, you have to putt that. Go to the first tee and putt it. It's an iconic so cool. thing. We did it on Instagram. Take a look. Um, but first tee at Bannon, I missed it right. And there's kind of this, I'm like 30 yards right of the green. And back home here, I would have tried to pitch it on the green. But, what I learned on my last day at Bannon was there was kind of this little curve undulation where it kind of feeds back to the green on the right side. I took my pitching wedge and I punched it into that hole and I rode that i I used the bank. That's yeah. the fun part of links, right? So um think about how you can use the undulation to your advantage and get creative, get fun, make shots. ok? It took me the whole trip last time to realize that. I'm using the course but, to my but, advantage.
1: But, Ev, th- this is another thing I wanted to ask you. I mean, you look so, like, so at peace out there, right? Like, you're mm-hmm. just having truly the best golf time of your life. Yeah. Be- I think a lot of it has to do with the beauty of the place, right? And the natural elements and the, just how beautiful from a nature perspective it is. Why you, you're talking about, you know, you be creative, use your imagination. And Lynx Golf brings that out in us and like it brings the happiness. Over us when you're looking at the ocean, right? Or you're looking at the dunes, but yeah. everything you're saying have is how we should be, no matter where we play. So true. Be creative. Use your imagination. It's a game. Think about club selection, hit more knockdowns. Like, but it seems like it gets unleashed in these moments, but we forget about it when we're playing links, kind
0: of forces. It.
1: Car- yeah.
0: Right. Because links, you can run it, you know, I couldn't do that. Of course is really here. It would be way short. I can't run it through, you know, every shot. Yeah. But well, you, you can't can. really,
1: but you, but, but the but you can't fly it in links. So, I mean, right. every course is get So on a, on a traditional tree line, okay, you got to fly it, but you can't run it. So,
0: right. But this is, you bring up a great point. You talked about how special it is. You talked about how peaceful it is. You talked about how beautiful it is. And we know the rankings, right. For some, for a lot of people, This is going to be the best golf courses you play in your life. Yeah. Right. And with how booked up it is, you don't know when you're going to go back. Okay. It was five year gap for me. And I still felt a kinship to the place. And like it was yesterday when I played for the first time. Yeah. Now here's really important mental key that I was thinking a lot about that I struggled with when I first got to Bannon in this time. Okay. It took me a little time and we talked to Tom Coyne about this, Right. A lot of times there's anticipation, there's a lot of planning, there's money, a lot of money involved, and you get to a course like, like at Bandon, and you almost are in awe. You're almost yeah. intimidated by it, and you put this pressure on yourself that because it's this iconic golf trip, you want to play great.
1: Right, and you've went, and you've went through this.
0: Yeah, yeah, I went through this even this last time. I played with guys I'm working with there at the resort, and- Of course, I want to impress, but what is that post I did on Instagram this week? You know, proving myself versus giving it my all are opposite feelings. Proving myself comes with anxiety, giving it my all is freedom. So when I realized and I played with Eric Lang for the first time, you know, I'm I'm like,
1: like, love this
0: guy. I wanted to show, like, hey, all this stuff I talk about with golf, I want to prove that I can play. Right. And that was getting in my way. So the one thing is pay the respects to the course, acknowledge that you're there, but also like embrace the shot making more than the score. Okay. You might find yourself in some elements, tell yourself that, okay, now I'm getting the full experience instead of getting down, you know, that you might not have calm, perfect conditions. That's the part of the experience.
1: You know, we talk about like, I I love the line for this kind of golf. You just got to laugh. Now we can agree that that's maybe not the case for other places. You know, like that's not always the right attitude for everybody, but that's what you got to do Yeah. because the golf course may, you might get unlucky and get, you know, but you might get really lucky on these courses too. If you just kind of throw your arms, throw your hands in the air attitude, right? You're going to get rewarded in ways you'd never even thought and you might get, you know, penalized in ways that's it. That's what this is. That's what Link's Golf is.
0: Right. And look, my first day, I played with these three great guys from the East Coast, celebrating one of their buddy's 40th birthday. And this was their first time there. You know, one of their two rounds was the par three. They were treating the par three just like you would treat Pacific, the number two ranked course in America, because it was one of their two rounds. Yeah. And all three of these guys hitting high wedges that went like this. Straight up in the air, the wind just took it 30 yards right, right? So, yeah, I'm telling you guys, it's going to be tough at first. You're going to want to play the shots you've always played, and it might feel uncomfortable. So here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to leave you with this. What I did the first time when I went to Bannon, it was a huge mistake. You know, when you got an important trip or an event, you're kind of trying to peak, right? So you're going to the range more. You're working on your swing. I was working on my swing like I was going to an event in California. Right. What I could have done is instead of working on my swing, I needed to work on hitting the shots that I'm going to play there. So if you're going to be practicing a week before going to Bandon, practice bump and runs with your pitching wedge, nine iron, eight iron, even less. Practice putting off really long putts. Yep. Practice hitting shots low and understanding your yardages. So what's a half swing seven iron in the back of your stance? You know, understand what is your punk shot do? Does your punk shot draw? Does your punk shot fade?
1: It's 100% right, Ev. And I think, again, the awareness goes up when you go to these environments. But you, we have to take a piece of this for every week. Yeah, totally. Whatever course you're playing this weekend. Yeah. You know, take a look at it online if you've never seen it. Is it short? Is it long? Is there dog legs? Is there trees? Is there... You can prepare around that. Yeah, I think that's such a learning. These are the eye-opening moments that you can bring back to your everyday game. Would you agree? Totally.
0: And Bandon's the perfect practice for commitment, taking what the course gives you, but also enjoyment. I think Bandon, maybe more than anywhere, people say they focus on enjoying it because it's such a bucket list thing. No matter what you shoot, they're just going to try and enjoy it. Why can't you take that to every round? Why does it need to be a special round to have that same mentality, you know, and look, I mean, create games with your friends that are based on, you know, Stableford dots and points and birdies maybe. So you're not as focused on your score. Nobody cares. I know inherently we all want to perform, but the second I stopped focusing on that and I just started hitting fun shots. Look, here's here, actually I'll end with well, this. This is super interesting. sir. we talked yeah. about this on the phone. Even when I was hitting six, even after I hit my six straight green, there was a part of my ego that was like, what are these like handsy, like weak little chip motions you're doing? But like to them, my playing partners, they were like blown away. My caddy was like, holy shit, man, that shot was awesome. And my ego didn't like it because I wasn't doing what what I was normally working on.
1: What if I told you the best? The guy's got great hands. Yeah. I told I mean, you this. Right. It, it screws with you a little bit because you think, well, I'm supposed to, you know, supposed to body, I'm supposed to use my body. I'm supposed to
0: rotate. I'm not doing but what it, I'm working on.
1: In 2008 or 9, when Norman was in the hunt for the British Open, he hit a four iron from 120.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Even in my group the last day, I was really the only one like taking two more clubs and like really hitting it low. And it was kind of like a badge of honor. You know, like the caddy was loving it. Uh, they were bombing driver everywhere. I was hitting more three woods. There was one short hole. I punched a four iron just because I kind of wanted to. One one hole. I,
1: I and they were like, giving me I, shit. I, I kind of wanted to, right? Yeah.
0: Like, you know? I kind of wanted to. Like they were giving here's the funny thing. They were giving me shit. They were right around the green.
1: Yeah.
0: I was 60 yards out and I put it inside them. I go, hey, how's that four iron doing now? How's that That's four right. iron looking? You know? Not at- right. No, but you right. just have to commit to your game, your approach, your club selections, hit it low, keep it low. I don't care if it's a perfect lie, no wind, flight it down,
1: heavier air, the faster, the commit. faster and harder you swing, the more spin you can put on the ball, the higher it goes and the more it gets damaged in the wind. Yep.
0: Before we go, bear sir, around. I'm going to read all the tips. These are going to be kind of scattered, so bear with me, but I want to give. I wanna honor these folks that gave us these pro tips, okay? So, on Instagram, I asked, if you've been to Bannon, give me your pro tips for, for this episode. Uh, Tony Ski Golf said, breakfast Sammys at each course are elite. Big Big LaRousse said, start your first trip to Bannon playing Bannon Dunes first. Mini San Andrews first tee vibe. You're kind of by the clubhouse. It's, it is true, it does feel cool because you're kind of there. Love it. Um, I would say as your first full course, do preserve first. Like I said, Derek Cramp said, visit all the pro shops before buying, take pictures of what you like, then buy at the end. Evan Vanden said, don't sleep on the Oso Buco at Pacific Grill. I don't know what that is, but sounds good. <laughs> let's see. Unpopular, uh, Aez says, drink less during your rounds, lets you enjoy the course, walk more. We talked about that. Uh, A-Easy gave a few. He says, charge everything to your room so you can see that full bill on one receipt. Use the bag drop at the lodge to haul your clubs to wherever you need to go that day. Also, you can just call the shuttle wherever you are. Shuttle will take you to different courses Which or you can great, drive if way. you have a rental car. Get a caddy for your first round on any course. If you replay a course, easier to go no caddy. I said the same thing. m Sab's 22 said high quality wool socks. I've been told that too. I use stance socks. Uh, for when it's really cold, I hear that's actually a huge pro tip is high quality wool socks. Change them every round. Get your ass in shape. Second round of the day is half price. Third is free. Yeah. We talked about that. I hear Coos Bay is cool. The city Coos Bay. If you want to go into Coos Bay, I think there's some cool stuff there. Ballsy said that. The Pandan said, take in the experience, ignore the score. M. I. Foster 88 says, if you don't have an early tea time, make sure you get up early to catch the sunrise. Um, which is true. Jeff Marsh, a uh, famous photographer also said, spend 30 to 60 minutes of your time sitting on the bench at 16 at Bandon on the Bandon tee before or it's, after your round.
1: It's just great things like 16 that. 16 right? is
0: an amazing yeah. hole. It's drivable for this guy, Anthony Tirelli says change socks and underwear every round. I didn't change underwear, but that,
1: that might actually,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah, that might be a good idea actually. And he said running it's- shoes in the PM. Uh, 36, I love Give yourself. comfort
1: These practical tips for Anthony. Love it. Protein
0: balls are great. I don't think I talked about that. The rich broadest is making fun of me. He says, protect your protein balls from the crows because I put my cr- protein but balls down and the crow blind. flew off with of them. He's they're that good. The crows know. What do you um, do? Just laugh. <laughs> I just laughed. <laughs> Tony's crab shack. Uh, D win free says, don't miss band and crossing. Tony's crab shack is good. And then L.A. Mustache King, one of my buddies, Teddy, who's on my Ryder Cup trip, said, and this is actually interesting. I haven't done this. He says, hot tub in the basement of the Bandon Dune's Clubhouse can save lives. You're doing 36 holes a day. It gets back to recovery. Maybe get a soak in after dinner. That's that's a great tip, Ted. So we just went through a lot. We went through a lot of tips. We went through a lot of mental stuff. Uh, I hope this helps, guys. And uh, definitely DM us on Instagram if you have other questions or suggestions. And uh, I want to thank Bandon for having me, and I can't wait to get back out there, guys. I'm telling you, I had a spiritual moment starting the day off at Sheep, ending at Trails. Just an amazing place. Good. But um, anything else I didn't cover,
1: Sir? That you want to ask? No, this is great. I love the I love the second trip perspective, Arvell. Just makes me want to get there even more so well we'll
0: get there together at some point yeah all right but, guys well as always if we've added any value give us a review at apple Podcasts. it means a lot tells other people your stories hopefully inspires them to hop aboard um if you're not following us at the par train on instagram twitter TikTok, we're posting there multiple times a day stuff we don't talk about on the podcast will be there so if you don't have time to listen to a podcast You can get a little boost from an Instagram post or a tweet before you're around. Just have some fun. And um, no matter how you're hitting it, no matter how much money you spent, no matter how long the trip was uh, to Bannon. Oh, I didn't even mention. I flew into Eugene. You can also fly into Portland. Portland's a four-hour drive. Eugene's a -a two-and-a-half-hour drive. I would recommend Eugene just for the shorter drive. And it's also cool. College Town with University of Oregon. So keep that in mind. Um, but no matter how long your trip is, no matter how much money you spent, no matter how squirrely you're hitting it, no matter how hard it is to commit at first, what do they got to do, sir?
1: Just enjoy the ride.
0: Enjoy the ride guys. Take care.